What up, y'all? It's DJ Envy. And I am Gia Casey. And here's another edition of the Casey Crew. Welcome. Yes, welcome, guys. We're hello, so, hello, hello, beautiful people. We're so glad to be back. Now, we have to announce something today. Yes. Now, today we are announcing... Give me a drum roll. Give me a drum roll. That was a trash drum roll. That's trash. That's trash. Keep going. Keep going. Keep going. I can't. I, I can only do it for as long as I can hold my breath. Okay, okay, okay. Act Why like you do, just... Act like you're doing something else. Come on. Keep holding your breath. Go. Hardy, hardy, hard. <laughs> go ahead. <laughs> I'm not doing that again. You get no drum roll. Come on, now. come on, come on. I need you should have been appreciative the first time. No, come around. on, do a drum roll. Come on, come on, come on, come on. Do a drum roll. And I, that. <laughs> That's it. That's all you got. That's all I got. That's the only drum room you got. That's all I got. Goodness gracious. Okay. All right. All right. All right. Well, let me tell you guys the Casey Crew Retreat. That's what we're calling it. The Casey Crew Retreat. All right. The Casey Crew is doing a retreat. It's, I don't want to call it a couple's getaway, but it's, uh, we're all family. So, what do you want to call it? A family getaway? It's not a family getaway. Because it's not just couples. Single. No, it's, it's singles, couples, everything. It's being designed so that couples can enjoy themselves. Correct. Singles can enjoy themselves. Correct. Singles can meet other singles. Right. Right. That's kind of the whole idea behind it. Right. So we're it's not a, you can't call it a family getaway because then people are going to show up with their kids. No, that's no not kids. what we want. No, no, kids, kids. no kids, no kids, no kids. We're calling it the Casey Crew Retreat. And this is what we're doing. April 30th to Monday, May 4th in Montego Bay, Jamaica. Yeah. We are doing a retreat, something where we can all come out, have a great time. Mm -hmm. We're going to be doing parties, day parties. We're going to do a live podcast out there. Uh -huh. There's going to be so much that we're doing, a concert, uh, all type of theme parties. Uh, I'm even bringing uh, my people to... Um, some of the people that I do the financial uh, generational wealth stuff with. So they're going to come out and we're going to do a mm -hmm. seminar out there. It's going to be such a dope event. People yes. said, how come you guys haven't done a, a live podcast? Uh, how come, you know, we haven't seen you this year or the, or the latter part of last year? Because we're planning this. Because we're planning this. We wanted to do something that we can get away and have a good time and not just go to a, a venue, do a podcast. We give you a high five and keep it moving. We're I give hugs and kisses on the cheek. You might be the high five person, but I definitely show a little bit more love. Well, this is flu season, so I ain't fucking with y'all. But <laughs> <laughs> we're going to do this out in Jamaica. Now, if you want more information, it's the CaseyCrewRetreat.com. Mm -hmm. Once again, the Casey Tree, uh, tree, the Casey Crew Retreat. The Casey Tree. Yeah, the Casey Tree. <laughs> the Casey It's April 30th through Monday, May 4th, Montego Bay, Jamaica. Now, um, Guy and I, you know, we had to test out the hotel, make sure the hotel was up to par of what we like, what we expect. So the hotel is banging. Yes. Hotel is banging. We we stayed there for a couple of days. We enjoyed it. Yeah, we can't just send y'all anywhere. That's right. Like, we have to make sure that it's up to our standards. Correct. So we're excited about that. We even tried to make a couple babies when we were there. It didn't work we're, out. We're, we're trying to make two? Well, you know, well, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever we get. Baby on top of a baby on top of a baby. We were just trying to make some babies out there. So we're super duper excited. If you want information, the CaseyCrewRetreat.com. Uh, I'm super duper excited. I love getaways. And I love the mm -hmm. fact that the food is great. I love the fact that there's going to be different parties. There's going to be probably, we haven't set up like if we're going to do an all white party or if we're going to do a Caribbean, a Caribbean theme party. Uh, I think there's going to be a catamaran cruise. There's going to be all types of things. We want to make sure that we have 
chock full of events so that everybody can pick and choose. You can go from event to event to event, or you can go to an event and then you can rest. You can go get a massage and you can go to another event. Then you can go to the beach and tan and swim. Right. Hold on. Here comes my daughter with my hot chocolate. The best thing about it is going to be a lot of fun. So there's going to be games, fish fries. There's going to be speed dating. There's going to be beach Olympics. We're going to have all types of fun and games. Wait, we added beach Olympics? Yeah, beach Olympics. Okay. Where, you know, where where couples are battling against people. Yes, yes, yes. It's going to be a lot of fun. So I want to see you guys there. And it's not going to be super big. It's going to be very, very small and intimate. It's not going to be thousands of people. It's only going to be a a small selective number of people so we can actually enjoy, talk to people, sit with people, talk to people, and just have a good time and leave the damn kids at home. And don't Mm -hmm. worry, you don't need a beach body because my body is not going to be ready by then. (laughs) (laughs) My hair might be ready, but my body is not going to be ready by then. So don't expect so to see wait, me. Wait, 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 wait. So we're not going to be like working out and Fuck like that. you're not detoxing nope. and all that before April? Fuck that. We That's all... what I would expect of you. That's nope. what you usually do. Like summer's coming. I'm trying to get ready. No. You're not doing that? No. No, 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 no. You're like, F it? Yes, I'm like, F it. <laughs> We all That's got, not like you. We all got kids. We all got jobs. All, who, wants, who wants to be in the gym working out for a vacation? No, okay, we want to enjoy so let me this ask vacation. you a question. Are you going to go in the water with no shirt on? Maybe. No, no, no. It's a yes or a no question. Maybe. Because if you do, I'm going to make you commit to that. Maybe. Yeah, uh, yes. Because you, you're, all, you're all like, oh, oh, oh. That's the beach body. I don't, I don't care. I'm having a good time with my friends and family out there. I don't care. Okay. Okay. I all don't right. Care, but don't take a picture of me. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm out in the beach. That's the caveat. Because my beach, my beach body ain't ready. My beach body be ready next no winter. Pictures. No pictures. If you come, if you come into the beach, you gotta drop your phones off in a bucket before Word. you can come down here. Yeah, you ain't gonna be taking pictures of me trying okay. to body shame me. <laughs> okay, Kim Kardashian. They don't wanna be body shaming me. Uh-huh. Shoot, Kim Kardashian. No paparazzi. T- she touches her pictures up. No, I, I no might paparazzi touch, pictures I for might, you. I might pull my waist in a little bit or something. <laughs> So again, that's the CaseyCrewRetreat.com. Hit up the website so you can see for all yourself. We'll give you more and more details if you follow Gia on Instagram or me on Instagram. We're going to have a lot of fun. I'm I'm super duper stoked about this. Yes, as we start solidifying the events and solidifying our special guests, because there will be special guests, we will start filling you in. I mean, unless it's a surprise guest. We might have a surprise guest or two. It's going to be a bunch of surprises. It's, It's we, we worked out a bunch of things, surprise DJs, surprise artists performing. It's going to be a lot of fun. I can't wait for you guys to just join and just really have fun. I just want to tell you the dates again. Uh, the dates are, where is it? Here it goes. April 30th through Monday, May 4th, Montego Bay, Jamaica. April 30th is what day of the week? Now you want me to, you want to give me, you want to test me? I'm just because you said it was until Monday. Yeah, so is it you a Thursday or Friday or Saturday? Now you want to test me. See, I was doing good. April 14th, I told you? No, April 30th. <laughs> oh, April 30th is a Thursday. Okay, so, so Thursday, Thursday through, through Monday. Monday. Yep. Okay, you just want to give people an idea of what days they have to take off. So we have a lot of fun. All right. Yes. All right, now let's get to the podcast. Hopefully you guys are great. This podcast is about, in my opinion, and you might not like this. What? But sometimes I think kids nowadays are soft. Kids nowadays are soft. That's a problem. And this is where it came from. Now, uh, I was accused of bullying by my wife. <laughs> Let me explain the story. You are a bully. I, I, I want to explain the story. Okay. I want to talk about something else, but you won't let me talk about it too. What? Uh, Madison's birthday. And what happened with Madison's birthday? And I, and I almost wilded out, but I'm not going to talk about yeah, that. No, you can't talk about that. It, but, wasn't, it wasn't Madison. Right, it wasn't it Madison. Was, 
Some other people. Have but friends, but we'll talk about that later. No, we won't talk about that later. We'll see. We won't. We, maybe we'll talk about that in live podcast and then because you see, because nobody's taping, so nobody will know. Madison won't even know. I don't mind talking about that at a live podcast. Okay, cool. Okay. Anyway, so I was talking about kids being soft. So Logan came in and, you know, I followed Logan on Instagram and he posted a video on his Instagram. Uh, in this video, he was playing basketball. I guess it was gym time. And he crossed the kid over mm-hmm. and the kid fell and bust his ass. Now, if you don't know what a crossover is, somebody out there that maybe not following basketball, that's when I dribble and I kind of fake to the left and go right. And Logan did it so well, the kid fell and busted his ass, right? <laughs> yes. Now, it was kind of funny because nobody was taping, but a kid that does the school newspaper was just taking pictures in the gym, you know, for the school newspaper, just kids having a good time. He happened to take this picture. Now, if you have the new iPhone, you know that you know that the new iPhone, when it takes a picture, it all it's like a short video almost. It's like a two second video when it takes a picture. Did you know that? No, okay. I didn't notice that my phone did that. Yeah, so the phone when it takes a picture, it's like a two second video. Just in case it ever takes a picture and your eyes are closed, it can go back like a half a second and catch you with your eyes open. Okay. So it caught this kid falling on the floor. Um, the whole everybody in you could tell in the gym scene and everybody's like, oh. Yeah, it was like a moment and then people were just like, oh, yeah, it was it was insane. Right. So um, Logan showed me the video and I thought it was dope. I was proud of my son. He bust some kid's ass. That's what it was. That's how I looked at it. You couldn't see the kid's face. You didn't know who the kid was. You just see a kid fall on the floor. Mm -hmm. Now, if you know me and you follow me, you know, I'm proud of my kids. If they do anything, any great accomplishments, I like to post them. Yeah. So breaking another kid's ankles is a great accomplishment. Yes. Just just like when he plays football and somebody throws and he jukes a kid and the kid falls on the floor or if he has a great hit. Yes. That I'm proud of him. I'm happy for him. Just like I'm, I'm sure other parents, if if somebody crossed Logan, they wouldn't say, well, that's envy, son. I'm not going to post it. No, they post it because they're proud of their kid. Or, right. okay. you know, or if somebody, um, Logan's sticking the kid in football and basketball and he gets got, they're going to post a picture of their kid. Who cares? Okay. So I posted the pic, the video of this kid falling. Um, I thought it was funny. You know, the comments were like, wow, you know, everybody was laughing. So then I get to work and I get this text from Logan. Let me go back to the text because this text is kind of funny. All right, hold on. Let me go to the tech. I know I should have it prepared, but this is the Casey Crew podcast where anything can happen. All right, here it goes. <laughs> so one morning at like six in the morning, Logan hits me and the kid hit Logan, DM Logan. And the kid says, Yo. Hold on, you said that you posted it on your Instagram? I posted the kid falling on my Instagram. Okay, because I think you left that part out. I, I posted it on my Instagram. Yes, on his story. So Logan, so the kid hit Logan. The kid that got juked and fell on the floor. He was like, yo, for real, you have somebody with 1.2 million posting this shit? You didn't juke me. <laughs> uh, you you shoved me. You didn't cross me at all. Mm-hmm. Right? So Logan sent me the message. So I replied to Logan, laugh out loud. Tell him I have 1.6 million followers, not 1.2. <laughs> You're so foul. I know I am. So Logan responds, he's so mad. I said, that's funny. He says, yeah, everybody's been making memes of him and posting it. He's super duper mad. I said, oh. I said, well, I hope you can fight. I told that to Logan. Right. I said, he might want five minutes with you. Mm-hmm. Logan says, I can. He's he's five foot, 100 pounds. He can't stick me. Right? Mm-hmm. So then the memes started coming out. So what they started doing was making fun of this kid falling on the floor. 
That kid is not five feet, 100 pounds, but go, no, go ahead. Right. So the kid will fall on the floor and then it'll be like, finish him. Right. It, it, all types of disrespectful memes. Then it was a rifle that came out. The kid, and he hear a gunshot. Pow. And then you see the kid fall on the floor. Right, right, right. Then there was another meme of, I, I'm sure you guys have seen it. It's, a, it's I don't know what movie it is. But I haven't seen that movie. Oh, that movie meme. didn't even look real. Yeah, it's a meme, but let me explain it. So the movie or meme is a guy and he's slapping everybody in his backyard. He's in he, his backyard. He must have had a party. And he, he smacked the bird. Yeah, he smacked everybody. So every time he smacked somebody, psh, you see the kid falling on the floor. The yes. cops came. He slapped the cops. Psh, you see the guy, the kid falling on the floor. Then a bird was in a tree. He smacked the bird. Psh, then you see the kid that Logan shook on the floor. So it was that bad. Right. To the point where the kid walked into the cafeteria. And let's just say his name is Dustin. Right. Wait, let me choose a different name. Well, let me just say Dustin's Dustin. fine. It's not Dustin, right? No, it's not. Okay. So let's say the kid's name is Dustin and Logan goes to an all boys school. Right. All the boys in the cafeteria were like, Dustin's ankles. Do, 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 do. Dustin's ankles. Do. Okay. So this happened for That's two. That's pretty foul. That, so this right? happened for two, three days, right? Hold on a second. Yes. So I guess the same day that he's texting you, he's texting me. Okay. okay. Uh-huh. Logan and I were going back and forth texting for about 45 minutes. Mm-hmm. And the kid was really upset. The name of this podcast is Dustin's Ankles, by the way, but go ahead. That's not nice. And it's not going to be Dustin's Ankles. His name is not Dustin, so it has nothing to do with him. Come on, Rashawn. <laughs> That's you are funny. so foul. I can't call it Dustin's Ankles? We'll talk about it. So anyway, um, he told me that the kid was really, really upset. Correct. And I said, yeah. I understand that he's really upset. He was like, mom, I had no idea that it was going to go this far and that, you know, people are going to be giving me high fives in the hallway and, right. you know, that it was going to become such a big deal. Right. And like such a big joke. I said, well, do you understand why this kid is so upset? Mm-hmm. He was like, yeah, but, you know, we're boys and this is high school. Correct. I said, yes, but because you're boys uh-huh. and because this is high school, does that negate his feelings? Mm-hmm. I said, put yourself in that situation. He was like, I've been in that situation. Correct. I said, what do you mean you've been in that situation? Oh, you don't think that kids make fun of me that dad likes fingers in the butt? <laughs> he didn't He didn't tell me that. I promise you he said that. <laughs> he, didn't, he didn't say that, that part to me. Yes, he did say that. That's, he, that's not he, funny. He he didn't say that to me. He didn't tell me that part. Well, then, I guess he wouldn't say that to you, but he sure as hell said it to me. What's funny about that? That's not true. I was like, well, that makes me complicit because that means that I'd be the one putting my fingers in daddy's butt and that's not true. So that's the conversation that was just a rumor. Well, yeah. This is I mean, you can't talk about something on the radio and don't think that your kids hear it. Like, this what is, do you think? They live in a vacuum? This is odd and awkward. Okay, okay. This is all. Yeah, he's like, you know, people always asking me when, when is Gucci V... DJ Envy. I was like, what? Gucci V? Gucci versus DJ Envy. He's like, yeah, kids are always asking me when's Gucci V, DJ Envy. I'm like, really? He's like, yeah, I get made fun of all the time. He was like, but it's okay. We go to an all boys school and this is what boys do. We're teenagers. It's okay. I said, I understand that you feel that way and maybe you're made of Teflon, but maybe this kid is not. Maybe he's really affected by this. This could be an ongoing joke until he's a senior. Who knows? I said, the least that you can do is go up to him and just be like, yo, my bad. I'm sorry. I had no idea it was going to go this far. And, you know, Logan really isn't 
I don't want to say completely in the wrong. I mean, he did post it on his Instagram. I didn't see it on his Instagram. I thought he just showed me the video. He posted it. Uh, yeah. Are you sure? Yeah, I think it was just on his story, though, so it's going. Okay, so he, okay, that's why I didn't see it, because he just put it on his story. Correct. Um, I said, you know, it's a video. You didn't take it. You didn't instruct anybody to take it. You didn't leak it. You saw it. You put it on your Instagram story. Right. Daddy put it on his Instagram story. I said, this kid is humiliated. He's embarrassed. Right, right, right. I said, you should at least go up to him and just be like, my bad. I had no idea it was going to go this far. He was like, yeah, so I'm not doing that. <laughs> I was shocked. Right. I said, I didn't raise you like that. Right. He said, mom, he was like, it would just make the situation worse if I went up to him and said something. He was like, I think it's cool to just leave it alone and let it die. So I didn't really like that, but I'm not a teenage boy. Mm -hmm. And although I have my opinion, I didn't want to force him to do something. Correct. And that at that point is when I saw it on your story. Okay. And that's when I got the phone call. You should take that down. You're being a bully. I was like, I ain't taking it down. It just so happened my parents came. This was Madison's birthday. Yeah, this was on Madison's birthday. On Madison's yes. actual birthday, which was last week. Mm-hmm. So my parents came here to, you know, for to surprise Madison and say happy birthday. They brought her a cake and some gifts. So they were at the house before she got home. So Gia told my parents and my dad, who's probably one of the meanest motherfuckers I know. <laughs> he is pretty damn mean. <laughs> he's, he's pretty mean. He's pretty he mean. was like, that is kind of bullying. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, I exactly. said, what? He's like, that, that the is kind of wrong. The meanest man in America agreed with me. Agreed with me. And right. we never agree. Right. That's me true. and my father-in-law never agree on anything. That's true. And we agreed. That is true. And we agreed. That is true. But I would say this, right? I'm from the school of, and we're going to talk about this. I'm from the school where I was called all types of names. You know, I was called Brace Face, Metal Mouth. You know, I was called Four Eyes. You know, I was called all that shit before. And I had to deal with it. We also had a daughter, Madison, when she was younger, which is crazy because it's, it's funny how kids change. When Madison started taking the bus to school, right? Madison wanted to take the bus to school because her friends took the bus to school. She wanted to see her friends. Cool. She took the bus. She got into a problem on the bus because kids were making fun of her for something. I don't even remember what it was. No, it's not that they were making fun of her per se. They were just mean to each other. Right. On the bus. And if any of that meanness came her way, she didn't know how to defend herself. Right. Because our house is filled with love and rainbows and sunflowers. Right. So... Madison, which is funny now because you put Madison on that bus now and Madison will f- fucking cut you right up. But <laughs> back then, Madison was such a- She was a, like nine or 10 years old. Such a sweet Fourth child grade. that when, you know, they, they they were mean on the bus, it would hurt her feelings. Mm-hmm. Just like London, right? Yes. If, if you put London on that bus right now and kids were going back and forth, it would really hurt her feelings yes. because she's such a nice kid. Right. Jackson too. Yes. You put Jackson on that bus, they're going to have a problem. London will bleep everybody. I mean, Brooklyn will bleep everybody Brooklyn up. will fuck everybody up, including the bus driver. <laughs> you going to just sit there and drive while all this is going on back here? <laughs> she's fucking the whole bus up. Here's a snuff for you too. Yeah, yeah. The whole bus. Yo, yo, Brooklyn, yo, Brooklyn is crazy. Today, right? Yo, Brooklyn and, Brooklyn and Madison almost got into a fight right before we did this podcast. Wait, you said Brooklyn and Madison? Yes. What, in the hallway? Yeah, so there was a spider in, in Madison's room. I heard. So Madison called me and said, Dad, can you get the spider? I went to go get the spider. <laughs> While I'm walking in there, I hear Madison say, Brooklyn, don't turn off that light no more. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Brooklyn goes, oh yeah? Psh, turns the light off. Uh-huh. So, um, <laughs> right. So Madison turns the light on. She goes, turn the light off one more time. You see what's going to happen. So Brooklyn, she sounds just like me. So Brooklyn goes, see what's going to happen. Turn it off again. I had to go save her. I was like, come on, Brooklyn. Don't do that. Don't do that. Don't do that. So Brooklyn, Wait, maybe she just clicked and said, see what's going to happen. Yes. But Brooklyn looked at her like, what? What, bitch? What? Show me. What's going to happen? Show me, bitch. What? What you going to do? What you going to do? 
I said, oh, shit. That sounds like my three-year-old. Yes, I said, shit. That sounds like my three-year-old. I said, let me get Brooklyn out of here, man. But Madison is cut from a different cloth. Right, yeah, she she is cut from a different So now she changed. Before, now she changed. Back then, we had to teach her how to... I come back. Say, I don't want to say defend, but kind of... How to, to come, come back, back with right. her words. Correct. With her words. Like, if someone hurts your feelings... You're going to hurt their feelings times 10 Correct. so that they know never to come at you again. Correct. You only have to do it once. So we had to have a contest. Well, not a contest, but a, a dismatch. It was like a dismatch. Like a dismatch. In our where, house. Where I would say something against Madison. Madison, uh, you know. That's why your mother's ugly. That's why your mother's ugly. Right. And mm-hmm. then she'd have to respond. and be Like, your elbows are ashy. Like, she, you know, <laughs> at first. And we, had, we would time her. Right. Like, okay, you took too long. Okay, that was four seconds before you came up something creatively Correct. to come back with. So Correct. at that point, it falls flat. Correct. It's not Correct. effective. Nobody's, nobody's going to laugh. Right, right. You know? So uh, I remember with Madison, Madison's jokes <laughs> used to be so horrible. You remember? Well, that's why. That's why. I don't like you. That's why I don't like you. Like, Madison, that's corny. That's not going to work. That's not going to work. Not gonna work. Gonna, you need to come a little bit harder yeah, than that. A little bit harder. A little, little bit harder, you know. <laughs> <laughs> but then this is a true story people like this really happened but then I was going too Wait, far do you think she remembers yeah I'm sure okay good. but I was going too far you remember I was like that's why your mother's on crack like <laughs> <laughs> you, you well you definitely go too far but now we got her right we got her right got it took right. about maybe two weeks right we would just insult her randomly right but then she came back and it didn't hurt her feelings and she expected it and she knew what it was mm-hmm. and it made her tougher as a person and that's my good. Opinion. It's good because it prepares you for life. Like life isn't all sunshine and rainbows. Correct. People are going to hurt your feelings. People are going to insult you. People are not going to like you. And you have to learn that that is just a part of what life entails. Correct. You know, and you can't be dismantled because someone doesn't like you or right. because someone offends you or because someone doesn't agree with you. You know, I mean... Madison, she's, you know what it is? Madison doesn't like to disappoint people. Correct. If someone insults her, that's one thing. But if she finds that she disappoints someone that she respects, then it hurts her feelings. Right. So I'm, I'm not really talking about that. I'm really <clears throat> more so talking about mean people because there's all types of mean people. Correct. In this world. And you really just have to learn how to grow a thick skin. Like I know a lot of people that don't read their comments on Instagram right? because they expect the negative comments and they don't want their feelings hurt. Right. Me, excuse me. If I have time, I read my comments. Right. Because if I post a picture, I want to know what people think. That's kind of the fun of posting a picture. It's like how you, in a sense, indirectly communicate with the people that follow you. So to see their response is nice. So whenever I have time, if I post a picture, I read the comments. And if there's anything ever negative in there, I'm just like, yeah, okay, well, block. Yeah. Never going to see your negative comment again. And if you make a fake page, I'm going to block that too. Right. And I'll block it every day. It really doesn't matter. But people's negative comments don't affect me. Mm-hmm. I've learned how to maintain a thick skin where if I like what I see in the mirror, meaning I like the person that's looking back to look back at me mm-hmm. and I do everything that I can to do right by my family and do right by my friends and even do right by people that I don't know that I may come in contact with, then I have to be happy with myself as a Correct. whole and other people and their judgments can affect me. And that's what we try to teach our kids. Right. You know, um, that's the thing. And I think 
with everything that you said, the most important thing is not to let people affect you. Um, the most important thing is to understand who loves you and to get love from the people that love you. Mm-hmm. And as far as the haters are concerned, and let that finger. carry you, right? Let that love carry you. Well, that's that's difficult. And and what do you mean? And I'm, I'm explaining. Like, I guess as a kid, I didn't have to deal with it because I didn't have social media as a kid. Mm-hmm. So we had to learn it as adults, and some of these kids have to learn it. But us as parents have to teach these kids that. Like, for instance, when I first started doing the Breakfast Club, I was very sensitive to everything. Mm-hmm. I really cared how I looked or what people said. It really bothered me. Um, I think I had more freedom. Uh, just felt better. What do you mean had more freedom and just felt better? Meaning I felt better and I gave a fuck about what people thought. Wait, you could say what I want and well, be confused. honest. You just con- contradicted yourself. When I say more freedom, like being honest about myself, about life. Are you saying that you had more freedom when you started the breakfast club? No, meaning I had more freedom when I didn't care about anybody else. Okay. You didn't say that. That's what I mean. Mm -hmm. You mean when you learned how to disregard people's thoughts and opinions, then you felt more free. Right. Okay. That's not what you said. Like for instance, if something I like or dislike or feel about something in the world, I don't care about what people will say. I mean, I've been attacked so many times on on social media, (laughs) definitely like crazy, like to the point where it would drive people crazy. They didn't attack me. Blog sites to put half stories up. Like it got to the point where it was like, shit, does the whole world hate me at at times? Mm -hmm. But what I realized is I really don't give a fuck. You know, as long as my wife is fine and she knows the truth, as, as long as my kids are fine, and they don't know the truth my, and my family. I don't give a fuck about what anybody else says. Well, it's not really just about truth. It's also about you might give an opinion on something and your opinion isn't favorable. Correct. Um, for me, as long as you revisit that thought and you reevaluate it and it still represents how you truly feel after going over it once, twice, three times then it's okay because that's right. your truth. Correct. And everybody doesn't have to agree with you. And I don't give a fuck if people do or not. And that's my that's my opinion. If you don't agree with my opinion, and that's the way it is that what it, it is. should be. Absolutely. And that's the way that it should be because if you allow people's thoughts and opinions to impose upon you, then you become a puppet and you're no longer an individual. Correct. And this world would be pretty dull if everybody thought the same thing all the time. Right. So it's very important for us as people to really relinquish in our individuality and express it and show our own individual beauty. And when we, when we don't do that, it's like you're prisoners of your own thought. Right. And you know, the, the, the thing with, with our culture and a lot of times with our people is they like to cancel shit so fast. If they don't agree with what you're thinking or what you say, a lot of times people like to be like, oh, I'm not fucking with him. No, he's fucking this. He's fucked up. And, and, and it Wait, bothers what? the shit out of me. Like, for instance, right? Uh, Amara La Negra, right? She's uh, on Love and Hip Hop. She's uh, a singer, an artist. Mm-hmm. And she was talking about being Afro-Latina. Right. Um, And she was saying how she felt that because she was a darker skinned Latina. Am I saying it right? I hope so, because she was a darker skin. It was hard for her to get certain roles in certain parts. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I, I didn't know that. I didn't know. I really didn't know anything about it. And people were like, oh, that's fucked up. How could you not know about that? Fucking you asshole, you dumbass motherfucker. Like, but I'm like, look, first of all, as much as people say I am not 
Spanish. I'm not Puerto Rican. I'm not Dominican. I'm not Latino. I'm not. I'm mm-hmm. not. So I don't know what other Latino people. Well, I said other Latino people. Like I'm like I'm Latino. Like I'm Latin. Like what Latino people go through. I right. don't know. I can tell you about my struggle. What I've been through. How I was raised. Me going up in Queens. But if I ask, it's not because I'm being a dickhead. It's because I really don't know. Mm-hmm. Just like a, a couple of times we had people from the the trans world come on the show. Right. And I honestly don't know. I, I, I honestly don't know. But then when I ask questions, people are like, oh, you just acting stupid. Just, no, I really don't know. And if you want to, if you want to want somebody to know, you have to explain. Right. Just like um, we live in a white neighborhood. And a lot of times our white, na- our white neighbors ask about us growing up and how do we grow up and what do we listen to and how was it growing up? I don't take it as the motherfuckers should know. No, maybe they don't know. And maybe me giving them some history of what I've been through with dealing with police and being pulled over and doing some of the things. Well, then maybe they'll understand why I think the way that I think. Mm-hmm. And that's all I want. They don't have to agree, but we can have a conversation. And I think a lot of times people don't necessarily respect the conversation. It's so quick to say, oh, fuck that. And I hate that. Well, I think people are more so programmed to attack. Correct. And people want to always create some type of disruption right? instead of saying, hmm, I wonder why this person thinks like that or why this is their opinion or, you know, let's explore that. Let's think about it. A lot of times people are just one track minded and they want to attack. They want to go against. I just kind of feel like people are in a way programmed to be negative, Mm -hmm. you know, and even if someone disagrees with you Uh and they have a right to disagree with you, it doesn't have to be an attack. Right. Sometimes, you know, you just have to respect other people's opinions. Like, okay, we will agree to disagree and it's all good. We don't have to agree. It's cool. Oh, and earlier I used the word relinquish. I didn't mean relinquish. I meant revel. Like you have to revel in your own thought. Like relinquish means to to like cease. Gotcha. So back to the to the kid, I was like, the kid that started this whole conversation, him, him getting crossed over and falling on the floor. Mm-hmm. I was like, I mean, these kids were playing a game. It, like, it had nothing to do with, with him. And kids get crossed every day, B. Like, come on now. <laughs> you know, I, I didn't think it was being bullying. You guys did. You guys told me to take it down because I felt bad. But I just think kids need to toughen up a little bit. I do think that kids and adults need to toughen up. I agree. A little bit. Um, but... If someone's feelings are hurt, you can't say, oh, he needs to be tougher. Oh, he's too soft. Oh, that that is his feeling. Right. And you don't have the right to have an opinion about that. Uh, You know, and if you can do something to help his feelings, then that's exactly what you should do. It's not like, oh, well, you know, boys will be boys. And, oh, he needs to, you know, get a a thicker skin. Like, no. Okay. I mean, no. Dustin's ankles will be okay. I mean, I'm sure that they are okay. I'm sure they'll be all I'm right. I'm sure that they are okay. <laughs> but y'all made me take it down and I take it down. Yes. All Proud right. of you for that. All right. You ready to continue on? Yes. I got an email. Well, it's not even an email. This is actually a friend. A friend? Yeah. Someone texted you? Mm-hmm. Hold on. Okay. I'm going to read it to you. Do I know the friend? Yes. Okay. Am I going to know who it is once no. you start reading? No, not at all. Are you going to pull the mic aside and whisper to me? Nope. Will I be able to guess who it is? Nope. I won't? Mm-mm. Okay. So a Why don't fr- you tell me these things before the podcast? So a friend hit me and said, yo, how would you handle this? All right. Um, good evening. Hold on, wait. <laughs> I gotta start. They said, yo, how would you handle this? And then they started, no, good no, evening? No, no, no. They're sending me the email. So let me explain it. So I've already lost. All right. So a friend <laughs> sent me this email that a teacher sent. 
right? A friend sent you an email that a teacher sent to him or her? Yeah, about a, a situation that was happening in their classroom. So I'm going to read okay, it. Okay, all right. Good evening. I'm just I'm going to change the names because I don't think any, any kid names need to be out there. Okay. Good evening. When I picked up Jennifer today, she told me that a boy named Michael, who is in her music class, called her a lesbian. Okay. She did not know how to pronounce it properly, but after a little probing, I got the word correct, and she affirmed that, yes, that was the word the boy used. She described him as the class clown and said he usually picks on kids and says slick things to her. I told the teacher about this during the parents-teacher conference. I would like to speak to the kids' parents. I do not talk like this around my girls, and if my and if their son chooses to speak like this to my daughter, then I need to speak to the kids' parents. Please let me know how you want to proceed with this. I was going to write a letter and give it to the teacher to give to the kids' parents, but I figured I would try to handle this like a responsible adult. I'm a little confused with who wrote the letter, who they write the letter to, okay. or the email. Okay, I'm going to break it down. Our friend okay. wrote the letter to the principal okay, about a boy in her class calling her a lesbian. About a boy in her daughter's class. His daughter's class. Calling, his daughter's class. Calling, calling his daughter a, a lesbian. lesbian. Correct. I'm going to read it to you again. Good evening, principal. I'll just put principal last. So you, you said understand. Jennifer, right? No, listen. Oh. Good evening, principal. Okay. When I picked up Jennifer, my daughter. Okay. Today, she told me that a boy named Michael, who was in her music class, called her a lesbian. She, okay. No, I get it. You don't have to read the whole okay, thing again. Okay. All right. Okay. Now he says, "Bro, how would you handle this? I want to step to the pops." You're the voice of reasoning. So wait, wait. So he wrote that nice email and this is how he's really talking? This is how he's talking to me. <laughs> Bro, I want to step to the principal. <laughs> <laughs> no, you want to step to the kid's pop. Okay, okay. How would you handle this? The kid's pops. You're the voice of reasoning. <laughs> I tried to be a responsible adult. Mm-hmm. So I said, I said, all right, I'll run it past gear. Now his daughter is eight. What? Mm-hmm. She's eight? Mm-hmm. Which means that the kid is probably eight. Correct. Okay. So... How, did, how should he handle it? Okay, so let's start by saying that using the word lesbian isn't a negative word. Correct. He tried to weaponize the word lesbian and say that to in some way, shape or form hurt her feelings. But Correct. we have to preface it by saying that is not clearly a negative word. So hold on one second. I'm sorry to yell at you guys. Hold on one second. What? Maddie! Maddie! Are you kidding me? All right, I'll text her. Go ahead. I'm sorry. What is the problem? The food's here, but go ahead. Oh, you need her to go downstairs and get it? Yeah, we doing a podcast. Yeah, so text her instead of yelling because I don't even know how loud that's gonna come through on these mics. Anyway, mm -hmm. go ahead. Hold on. No, you were talking. You were saying that the, the word lesbian is not a bad word. Um Bless Sorry. you. Mm -hmm. So clearly he was trying to hurt her feelings by using it. Mm -hmm. But eight years old? Yeah. He had he has to be hearing that in his home. Correct. Because an eight-year-old isn't running the streets. You know, we as parents, we control all of, you know, the information that comes into our kids' lives at that age. Correct. You know, once they hit like maybe fourth, fifth grade. Mm-hmm fourth grade i would say that's when 
you know, they're really using the internet and they have their iPads. And I mean, our kids have iPads at a young age, but we have, you know, um, blocks on certain things. They just can't go and surf the entire web. Right. So at eight years old, I would think that a parent would do the same. You don't want them to put something in and then porn pop up Correct. on their iPad. So you have to have those controls and you know who's around your child at all times of the day. Right. So who's, you know, who's around just who's around talking about sexuality to an eight year old. Correct. That's kind of my point. Right. So I would think that it's probably, you know, the parents or they're letting the child watch TV that is maybe um, beyond the child's comprehension. Maybe that or maybe they made a joke or something and the kids heard the joke and was like, I'm going to use this later. Maybe they heard it in some music or a song. I mean, you just never know. Okay. So why is he like so aggressively wanting to step to the pops? I mean, think about it. And this is and this is what he said. So wait, the principal, did you speak to this person, whoever it is? No. Mm-mm. Okay. Um, so his whole thing was, you know, what if, uh, you know, obviously this was made to, this was said to make fun of his daughter. And he says, what if this followed through, followed her through all the years of her school? You know, his whole thing is what happened if kids were making fun of her and just saying it, not knowing what they're saying, but knowing it hurt his daughter, but kids are just being mean and saying it all day long. Um, yeah, it could clearly be a problem, but right. did he, I mean, I guess you don't know, but I would at first give the principal and or the teacher, the authorities at the school, the opportunity to handle it first uh-huh. because I would think that even if that those words are being used in the household, that the parents don't expect for the kid to come back to school and use it in a way where they're weaponizing it. Correct. I'll, I'll so, tell you how he handled it, but what would you say to your daughter? Your daughter came back and says, hey, uh, Josh called me a lesbian. Mm-hmm. How would you handle it with your daughter? Because you know your daughter's going to look it up because she doesn't know what a lesbian is. At She's eight, eight years, years old. old. She can go on the she internet. She has an and iPad and all that. So she clicked lesbian and see two females kissing or two women kissing. And then how do you explain that? What do you say? What do you say to your eight-year-old? I would have to explain to her what it is what the word means mm-hmm. and I wouldn't have a conversation with her about her own sexuality at eight years old, uh-huh. but I would tell her that you're not at a point where you can, where you have any concept. And I mean, don't get me wrong. I know that um, there are a lot of people that do have um, an idea of their sexuality at a young age, maybe Correct. even as early as four or five or something like right, that. Right, right. But I would not go through that with my eight-year-old daughter, because if she's not, it's not a train of thought that I would want to probe at that point. So I would probably say something like, you know, at this point in your life, you know, you probably, you don't have a sexual identity. You don't know what you like and what you dislike. That person just used those words to hurt you. Right. And I'm going to try to take care of it. I'm going to try to handle it. I wouldn't want her at that age to, to have a back and forth with someone mm-hmm. that might be better equipped to annihilate her right. at that age. Correct. Do you know what I mean? Like I said, we did it with Madison, but that was just kids um, saying things that she could comprehend. Right. Do you know what I mean? When you're dealing with a kid that's saying things that you can't really comprehend and you do have to Google the words and when you do Google it, it's still beyond your realm of understanding, then 
um, I really wouldn't want that's that's too deep. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? I really wouldn't want her involved in that. So I would try to handle it. Right. So I would be in on it. The principal would be in on it. The teacher would be in on it. And the child's, it was a boy or a girl that offended her. Boy. And the boy's parents would be in on it. Right. Everybody would have to be called in. We'd probably have to have a meeting, uh-huh. you know, where we discuss like, okay, where is this kid getting those words? And, um, you know, they have to, you know, he has to learn to not be offensive, period. Not just with those words. Right. So I wouldn't leave it up to my child to handle. All right. Well, I agree with you. Um, but hold on. But also, I just want to say, you know, step to the pops and like with all that aggression. No, because we could be wrong. Maybe the child learned the word from an older cousin. You're right. Or something like that. So, you know, you don't you're not going to step to the pops like the pops is like, yo, these are some words that you can say that's going to offend people. And this is what you're going to do. You're going to go to school. and You can call every little kid that you don't right. like these words. So it, there's, there doesn't have to be an aggression. But, here. That's why, you know, you have a conversation. But I understand. Like when I first seen it, I got mad. I was like, I was like, fuck that. I will. Let's go ride on that fool. That's but, a, but, but why? But why? But, but you know, the word, it's not it's not a negative word. But the whole so thing why, is. Well, so let me ask you a question. Why is that the. um? Why is it being taken that way? It's not the fact that it's a negative word or taken anyway. It's just calling my daughter or anybody a name to the point where it's hurting her. You don't mm-hmm. want anybody to hurt. If you'd have right. called her uh, uh, anything, mm-hmm. it, it was the fact that you're calling her something. And and it can attach to her through her time in school right. and you know make people look at her a certain way correct i so, understand that so when it gets so that's the first thing i did the way he handled it surprisingly was actually good and okay. i'm gonna tell you and my whole thing is like you know what you said was perfect you know you, you tell your daughter it's i guess you try to explain as little as possible but just say that this person's being mean and just trying to hurt your feelings and right. don't worry about them um so how would you handle it with the with the with the parent I would start out respectfully uh-huh. and it's all up in the air based on where it goes from there, but it would be respectful. I'm not going to make in my mind. I make, I might make assumptions, but regarding the words that come out of my mouth, I'm not going to assume anything. Right. We'll talk about the facts. Like this is what happened. Mm-hmm. I might say, do you have any idea where, you know, he learned these words or why he would try to weaponize a word? Because you can call somebody a lemon and if you make it sound nasty enough, it can hurt someone's feeling. Like right, you correct. can use any word yeah, and lemon. Weapon. it's it, it doesn't matter. You can correct. insert any word. It's just how you say it and the context of what's going on and everything else. You can just you can hurt some hurt someone's feelings. So my whole thing is like, why would your child out of nowhere aim to hurt my child's feelings. And if you don't know, then maybe that's just something that you have to address at home. It doesn't have to be this big, nasty situation. It could really just be a conversation. They might say, I really have no idea, but I'll, you know, when I get home, I'll talk to my child and, right. you know, I'll make sure, or I'll do my best to make sure, cause you can't really control your kids right. all the time either, but I'll do my best to ensure that, you know, he doesn't try to, he doesn't come to school with an, an agenda of hurting other kids' feelings. Correct. You know, it, it can happen. It can um, unfold nicely. Right. You know, so th- this is what happened. And I respect this person because I didn't uh, see it happening like this. So um, he told me that the boy was eight. He you said, read the text? Uh, uh, you going to read the text? Yeah. Okay. I'm not going to read it word for word because this, this person is kind of nasty. Okay. Uh, he said, the dude brought his son over and made him apologize. 
Very nice. See? He, he told his son that he shouldn't say shit like that because what if it followed her through the years of her school? And my friend said, I respected how he handled it. He said, I didn't know how it was going to go because dude is a street nigga too. Awesome. He said, we would have been scrapping. Uh, <laughs> he said, we'd have been scrapping for, for, for hours. Mm-hmm. He says, um, and he sent me the text. He said, no problem. My apologies on his behalf as well. He says, shaking my head. These kids these days. He says, I don't play that ish. I got their boys. At, I got the boys at home. I'm old school. This generation of kids just don't have the same morals and values we came up with. I'd be damned if my boy is going to run around disrespecting women. I never did and never will. I expect the same from them. They're not raised that way. Thank you as well and have a good night. So I thought that was pretty dope. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Though. You don't jump out the window all aggressive. Like I'm gonna step to his pop. Like, no. Like you don't. You have you have no idea how it's gonna unfold, and it can unfold nicely. There are reasonable people in this world. Yeah, and that's commendable. You know, you own what you do. You own what your kids do. If your kids do something foul, right, you don't make them feel like it's okay. Like you sit them down and you say, no, that's not okay. Right. And now you have to be a man about it, even though you're eight. And we're gonna go over to their house and you're gonna apologize. Now, and you're gonna know what it feels like. To own your ish and apologize. Do you know what friend it is? I have no... Wait, so he has boys. No, no, the person who did it has boys. Oh, the person who... Uh, the no. person who called... My friend doesn't have boys. He he, he only has a girl. Right, right, right. No, I get it. I don't know who it is. My little was friend. Okay. No, I know who it you is. You know what it is? Oh, and yes. Okay, yes. The context is all... <laughs> yes, start, that all makes perfect <laughs> when sense When you start now. saying a nigga and shit and yeah, all that yeah. shit. <laughs> I'm like, oh, I, oh, I know I who that about, is. <laughs> but I'm surprised because he is he is somebody that's ready to, to fight. Right, right, right. And ready to say something stupid. But right, right, right. I told him I'm proud of you. I said, I'm trying... I said, I, I just told him, I said, yo, I'm proud of you. He said, LOL. I tried to be responsible. Shit was hard as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> but, um... But, yeah, so I'm, I'm glad. I just wanted to talk about that. It's just because it, it's, it's also in how you raise your kids and making sure you're in your kid's life because because if he wasn't that close to his daughter, his daughter would have never told him. Mm-hmm. And she would just all of a sudden be hurt all the time. So that's all. That's why it's always good to have an open relationship mm-hmm. with your kids where you can talk about anything. Right. I know that's hard for a lot of people because a lot of people weren't raised that way. Right. Um, you weren't even really raised that way. No, I wasn't. You know? um, but even though that might not have been your situation as a child, it's important to implement that in your relationship with your children now because... It is so important to know what's going on in their lives because something can really be destroying them emotionally and you have no idea. And, you know, I feel as though once a month I'm hearing something about a child committing suicide because there was something that they were not able to handle emotionally. And it just got to a point where they found that it would be better for them to end their lives than to continue experiencing that hurt. So... I think that that's it. I think that that's great that he has a relationship like that with his daughter. Absolutely, and I also want to um. I also want to shout out uh the credit, the credit dude. <laughs> what? I'm gonna tell you why. I mean, I know, that's just funny. What? I'm gonna shout out the credit dude. I just want to, you know, I just want to shout out the credit dude. I'm gonna tell you why. I know. Um, I was with him over the weekend. Of course, you know, I do these seminars where we teach people about financial literacy, generational wealth. Your, your transitions just suck. Though, nah, they, just they, I just want to shout out about saying his, his name came up on my feed. Uh-huh. And uh, he was saying that him and his uh, wife, his wife is the credit bay. <laughs> really? Yeah, I think that's a, 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 a her thing. Instagram? Her Instagram. Okay. Um, but he was saying that him and his wife heard the podcast. And he a was- A podcast or- Well, they started off with the Petty Podcast. 
That oh, was the okay. first one they, they uh, listened to. Uh-huh. And he said when he heard it, he realized that he was doing the same petty shit that I was doing. <laughs> and he said uh-huh. he had to call, he called her and he said he, he, he started crying. I don't know if you want to mean to say that, but he started crying and said, you look, I apologize. Like, uh-huh. I've been acting like a little petty bitch and I'm sorry. Uh-huh. And um, they said they started listening to the podcast from the beginning and there were so many similarities with their relationship and our relationship. Mm-hmm. And they were just able to talk through different things. So I just wanted to uh, shout him out. Oh. Um, I saw him comment under one of your posts about about the um, about Madison. Yeah, 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 or yeah, something. Because yeah. I read your comments too. I know. So, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So I just wanted to shout him out. And um, before we get about it, because it's almost time to go, this podcast went fast to me. Why don't um, we do another email? I think it was fast. No, no, no. I gotta go. I gotta. I gotta get on this. Take a, a ride. Um, I also want to talk to people about their kids again. I was raised that. Your parents aren't your friends. That was the way my dad and my mother raised me. Mm-hmm. Um, it was a horrible way of being raised. In that portion of Correct. your childhood, you mean? And I understand, you know, there's no manual when it comes to parent parenting. Mm-hmm. And my parents wanted me to keep me, you know, straight on a straight and narrow. narrow. Right. Especially me being from Queens and, and where we grew up in Queens and all the elements around me. Mm-hmm. And, you know... At any wrong moment, I could have went any which way. You know, right. mm-hmm. crack was big at the time. I remember going outside and seeing crack vials all up and down the alley and all up and down the street. Um, drug dealing was big at the time. Um, there were so many different things that were big that I could have fell into. And my parents wanted to make sure that I didn't fall into those things. Mm-hmm. So they basically guided me so I couldn't. It was like, you know, they were very strict, basically put me on a leash to make sure I, I, I ran the right way. Mm-hmm. And thank God, because a lot of my friends that I grew up with are either in jail or not doing much with themselves. Mm-hmm. And I was able to make it out. So I appreciate that. Make it out. Yeah, no, I, I was. because No, but I, I mean, just the way the way you say it. Because a lot of them didn't. A lot of them absolutely positively mm-hmm. didn't. Um, so I respect that. But now we're raising our kids. We raise our kids a little differently. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, we keep a, a leash on them, but the leash is long. They're able to go out and and experience things for themselves, but right. we have a relationship them with them where they're able to talk to us. Mm-hmm. Um. Over the weekend, um, my daughter had we celebrated her her 18th birthday all weekend. Yeah, we went to um we went to Tao, which is her favorite restaurant. We went to see DL Hughley. We went at to a Caroline's comedy show. DL Hughley. The next um, day we took her to Bagatelle for brunch. Bagatelle for brunch. Pure insanity. Right. Was was they had a great time. Yes. And um first of all, I realized two things during that weekend. Uh one is my daughter's a good liar. <laughs> yes. Good liar. Yes. So what happened, we went to a, a, a comedy show and first of all, you know, they asked Madison how old she was, right? Right. Madison. So we're sitting, we're sitting at the head table mm-hmm. in Caroline. So we are literally right beneath the comedians. Correct. So there's their mic stand mm-hmm. and then there's us right beneath. Correct. So, so D.L. Hughley mm-hmm. was, you know, doing his, his show. And at one point during the show, he asked Madison... What she did yeah, so, for a living. So he goes, so it's one part of the show where, you know, comedians go on, they look in the crowd and they look at something, hey, what do you do? So Madison with a straight face is saying, uh, no, uh, Madison goes, I'm a real estate agent. Right. So I'm like, what the Everybody fuck? Everybody looked at her like, what? Yeah. So now it's like seven, eight of us mm-hmm. and we all looking at each other like, what? 
Right. Like, he said, he said, and where do you sell homes? She was like, Brooklyn. Brooklyn. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, well, you know, when's the last time you sold a home? And then he says, uh, have you sold any uh, homes recently? She goes, no. <laughs> He's like, well, you're not too much of a real estate <laughs> agent. agent right? then, <laughs> but you know something? I knew that she said no because he didn't want because she didn't want him to continue on yes. with his train of questions. Correct. Because then she'd have to keep lying. So she just said no. So he would stop and leave her alone. Correct. But she did that so quickly and easily. Yes, she did. Yes. Yes, she did. But I was like, damn, she's a good liar. Because I believed it for a minute. I was like, damn, she's a real estate agent? Uh-huh. I said, I didn't even know she went to college yet. But I just thought that was funny. Uh-huh. And second of all, um, something happened. And maybe we'll talk about it in a live podcast uh, at the Casey Crew Retreat. Mm-hmm. Something small, probably not. It'll probably be too far gone. We but won't talk about it then. It's a good, yeah, maybe not. But something happened, uh, and Madison called me and told me. Mm-hmm. And when she called me and told me, I was mad. Not at her. I know, but why were you mad? I don't know because I'm a father, and she, it just pissed me off. She told me I'm a mother. I wasn't mad. I was mad, but she told me so nonchalant. Like, Dad, I need you to do me a favor. I need you to do this, that, and the other, please. So-and-so did this and I just need to take care of it. Mm-hmm. And I took care of it, of course, because I'm, I'm I'm daddy. But I was mad at first, like, motherfucker. Then I thought about it, I'm like, wow, my daughter really called me when she had a problem or mm-hmm. situation. Right. Mm-hmm. And that made me so happy. Yes. That, that made me happy immediately when she told me. I love that little girl. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. But like you said, you know, you were raised where, you know, and your dad has said that. We've argued about that. Correct. Me and Rashawn's dad argue relatively often. All the time. <laughs> All the time. He actually, you know, he actually told me that he likes it. Mm-hmm. He was like, I, you know, you're the only person in the family that really goes against me or that will spar with me. And it's actually kind of fun. Yeah, because I go to sleep. Because like, sometimes oh. it's gone too far. Absolutely. You know, like it's it's gone too far at times. And what do I do when y'all argue? You leave. I go upstairs and go to sleep. I think that's pretty foul that you don't sit there. Because I'll sit there argue for hours. I'm not, I don't got time for that shit. <laughs> you know what it is? He's so old school. He is. All of his thoughts and opinions are rooted in old school. And he's not very open-minded. No. He's not very open-minded. Mm-mm. And I'm extremely open-minded. Right. So we just, you know, we really can't vibe, you know? Um, but he's always said, and like I said, we've had an argument about it where, you know, like your parents aren't, your parents aren't supposed to be your friends. Right. I'm not Rashawn's friend. Correct. I'm his father. Correct. And I'm like, well, maybe you'd know more about him if you were also his friend. Right. And he'll look like he just wants to punch my teeth out mm-hmm. when I say that. And, you know, I'm like, you know, there's, there's a way to to balance that. I said, my children, I don't want to, you know, I'm, I'm not one of those parents that say, yeah, you know, my daughter's my best friend. Or right. like, I'm not going to say all of that. Mm-hmm. Um, but we have a friendship. Correct. You know, we have a friendship where there's a certain level of comfortability. There's a certain level of trust. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, there's a certain level of respect. Correct. Where my kids will not curse in front of me. Right. And I don't, I don't really, um, I don't even want to say that, but they will not curse in front of me. But if they're telling a joke Mm -hmm. or something like that, they'll say, mom, permission to curse. Right. And I'll want to hear it in all of its genuine authenticity. Correct. Correct. correct, (laughs) So I'll be like, granted. (laughs) So usually it it might even be a damn or a, you know, or a, or a S word, like something light, you know? Um, but they ask for, like, they're very, and then when I see kids that, you know, even if they're 17, 18 on television, I saw something the other day where, you know, the kid cursed in front of their parents like it was just regular conversation. Right. I'm like. Nah, not here. Not here. 
Mm-mm. Not here. Never. Nope. Um, so, like I said, there's a certain level of respect. Correct. But you have to do that dance. You have to do that dance with your kids. And we do that. And I hope that it plays out the same way for our little three. Close to how it played out for Madison and Logan. Absolutely. Because that's just right, you know, but we all have different kids, you know, and they come up in different households under different circumstances and Mm -hmm. there are different factors. So you have to do your own dance. But in my opinion, that's the goal. Absolutely. Well, it's time to get up out of here. You have to be in Atlantic city. Yeah, I gotta go to Atlantic city. And again, the Casey crew retreat. All right. We can't wait to see you guys. If you want more information, just hit up the Casey crew retreat.com. It's going to be, uh, Oh, it's a weekend, an extended weekend of fun. All right. April 30th through Monday, May 4th, 2020 in Montego Bay, Jamaica. Uh, hit up the website for all the information. I'm talking about live podcasts, parties, drinks, um, excursions, excursions, um, fun things on the beach. We're going to have beach Olympics, speed dating games, fish fries, uh, so many different things. We're going to have theme parties. Alcohol. We'll give you all the information, a lot of alcohol and a <laughs> lot of great food. Yes. And don't worry about your damn beach body. We ain't nobody got no beach body. I ain't got time to prepare no damn beach body. It is what it is. Well, you do have a few months, so that's not really true. But if you got a little okay. chub chub, that's all right. It's all good. We all do. All right. <laughs> don't even worry about it. All right. So we're going to have a little fun and we're going to really, really enjoy ourselves. And we'll right? fill you in with details as we continue to get closer. Absolutely. Now, we also uh, I know they're going to uh, they're going to have a, a dance class, a wine your waist dance class. Oh, that ought to be fun. Where it's going to teach uh, women how to wine, 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 It's going to be a, a dance hall <laughs> catamaran cruise. So it's going to be a lot of things. We're going to have a lot of fun. Uh, a lot of different things. They got uh, a horseback riding experience where they teach you how to uh, horseback. Oh. Uh, they're going to have a, a, a dune buggy excursion. Uh, it's going to be a lot of stuff. Just hit up the website again and you can see some of the stuff that we're going to do. Yes. All right. So all right, it's time to get up out of here. All right, babes. All right. Um, and that's again is the KCCrewRetreat.com. And also, if you want to email us, if you have questions or you you have a, a situation where you want us to talk about it, you can hit us at thekccrew at gmail.com. That's T-H-E-E-K-C-Crew at gmail.com. And uh, you can DMS as well, all right? Well, it's time to get up out of here. I'm DJ Envy. And I am Gia Casey. And that was another edition of the KC Crew. Toodles. Toodles.